Hello and welcome to another episode of 8 Frugal Minutes where our motto is save that cash. On today's episode we are going to be talking about estate sale tips. Have you ever gone to an estate and thought, man, this stuff is so expensive I can't afford it? Well, these tips will help you bring down the prices and definitely give you an opportunity to wheel and deal for those items that you'd like. Alright, let's get started. If you've ever gone to an estate sale in your area and you thought, oh man, this stuff is beautiful, but you know what? I can't afford it. There are some ways that you can wheel and deal to get items that you want at different estate sales, no matter where you live, actually. Believe it or not, estate sales are a great opportunity to find things to flip, add new items to your personal collection, and even buy things that are perfect for the decor of your house or garage or car or whatever. It's really one of those places that you just never know what you're going to find. And that can be the thrill and that can be the nightmare. It can be a thrill because if it's your your thing and your passion and you love shopping, it, it's a great place to you know find things. It can be a nightmare because sometimes when it comes to estate sales, the companies that run the actual sale itself tries to get the most out of it that they possibly can. And when they do that, it sometimes leaves the buyer you and me, looking at it going, oh my goodness, that's almost as much as full price. I can't afford that. So when you're going to different sales, especially estate sales, I always tell people it's a little bit different than a garage sale. A garage sale is mostly people wanting to get their stuff out of the house. They want to move it. The estate sale is run as a business. They're trying to make as much money as possible. And there are different kinds of estate sales that you need to know about. First, there are the estate sales that you find at the actual homes of of where the person once lived. Those are the typical ones you want to look for. There are also warehouse estate sales. Those are the ones that don't and rarely even offer you deals because they've moved all the stuff that's high priced to one particular location. And you know what? They can leave it at this location as long as they want because it's housed there and they they can't and don't have to work with you on price. And an actual home types estate sale they have to move those things if they don't sell them and the last thing they want to do is have to hire someone to move stuff so you you have these two types of estate sales and it's always good to start at the home ones that way you have an advantage of possibly negotiating a great price but when you negotiate and when you get there you know the first thing you want to do is check everything out before you even grab anything Check everything out unless it's really busy and you're afraid someone's going to take the item that you'd like. You know, make sure you check all the rooms, the upstairs, the downstairs, the patio. Even if there's a big of a backyard, the garage, anything that's around the house. Make sure you ask to, for any questions that you might have on where you can go and where you can't go. Sometimes they have huge signs that say, hey, you can come in here or stay out. And sometimes they don't. So it all depends on exactly who's running the sale, but make sure you look at everything. And on that note, this is a really big tip that goes with that. Consider buying more than one thing if you see something you like. Now, the idea here behind this is they're more likely to wheel and deal if there is more than one item to purchase. This means you're taking home two items. And again, that's two items they don't have to move. So the more you buy, more likely it is you're going to get a deal. And that's really great to think about and to offer. But before you buy it, make sure it's in a condition you want. And that is the next tip. Sometimes you see things and you're like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. You take a look at it and then you find out there's a crack. 
or there's a missing button, or perhaps it doesn't, it's not stable, or maybe they use super glue, or any other reason that is not 100% like you want it. So make sure the condition that you want the item in is worthy of what you'll buy it for. Now, at an estate sale, even if it's got a crack, a chip, or whatever, they tend to overlook that and still try to to bill you a high price. So it's in, it's in your favor to engage with them and let them know that there's an issue with the item that you're buying, if in fact that's what you really want. If it's not what you really want, well then, and it's the condition that you can't use, then don't take it because it's not going to get any better, obviously, especially if it's like a, a rip or a crack, or if you can't fix it, and there's no reason to have something that's not as good as new or could be better than. So the other tip that I always tell people, you know, expect a counter offer. So you go up to your the cashier or the person in charge, and usually it's maybe a couple or a, maybe it's one or two individuals standing at a table. You know, always prepare to counter offer. If they say to you, oh, uh, what about $6? You'd be like, oh, nah, it's worth four. You'll get $5 if you do that. Counter offering is very important. And when you go to estate sales that don't counter offer, offer, you have to ask yourself, why don't they do it? And pretty much the reason for that is, is because the items that they're selling are so high end that they don't have to. They can put it on eBay or they can put it on Facebook Marketplace or any number of places and get full value of it. So they're kind of acting like they're doing you a favor by having stagnant prices. So always counter offer, even if it says that. And you never know, they might say yes. And most likely, even if it doesn't say that, they will give you a different offer. And that's why you kind of have more than one item. Because let's say they give you a price you don't like and you have two items. So then um, you say to them, oh, all right, well then I'll just take this one. How much is this item? And only identify one of the items. This is a counter offer. This means they have to take one of the two items home. And they're highly likely to give you a better deal for both items if they know that they have to take something home, so they'll try to bundle it up. It's, it's it's in their advantage to try to bundle. So this will allow you to negotiate. And it's a kind of an interesting tactic because when you go to the estate sales, you know, they kind of give you a figure for the most part. So if you start taking things off that figure, then they have to justify every price for every item. And this tip is extraordinarily important. And I always pick up one thing I don't want. So if I feel the price is too high, I'll ask for them to take that item off and it kind of throws everybody off but it also gives me a really good deal so keep that in mind i always tell people to make an event of going to two to three estate sales it if you go to one that's great you've go to a couple you kind of get into a rhythm and that way you can check it out and look things over and you know you get to in, engage with other people so it's kind of an event a kind of a fun thing to check out and you know estate sales aren't as expensive as going to the mall or someplace like that so it's, it's actually a cool thing. Which brings me to my last tip, and I think this one is probably the most important one. You know, if you want your best deal, go on the last day. If you want a really great deal, go on the last day and within the last two hours. If you want a quasi-okay deal, go on the second day, because usually estate sales are three days. Go on the second day, middle of the day. So what you'll see happens is the first day people line up. They are enthusiastic about buying everything in their possible eyesight. So the seller is looking at this as dollars and cents. The more people they can slam through there in the first six or seven hours, the more money they will make. As this line deteriorates, as there are less and less people, 
you will find that the, the seller is more likely to negotiate. When it comes to the last few hours, that's when they hit their desperation point. And that's their pain point right there. So if you show up on the second or the third day, or even if it's a one-day sale, and you show up at the last hour, you are going to be more inclined to get a wheel of a deal than if you show up and stand in line at the very beginning. Now, people do show up and stand in line at the very beginning, and they do this because they're collectors or they're resellers or they're flippers, and they see a particular item, they want to do it, or perhaps they have an in in some way. But that's not always necessary. And there are still a lot of great things at the end of every sale. I always find myself fascinated about how much stuff people overlook grabbing all the shiny things. So it's it's definitely something to think about. But no matter how many days the sale is, usually the last day in the last three or four hours is your pivot point to get really, really great deals. Now, whether you are buying stuff to flip, buying stuff for your own personal enjoyment, or buying stuff for a friend, don't forget to take your phone. Have those apps on your phone that you can price things so you know exactly what it sells for on eBay. eBay is a high price place point. So if it is more than eBay, it's probably not a deal. And even if it is a at eBay prices, you probably can walk it down. So there are other apps, whether that's for books or sporting goods or other types of tools and equipment that you can use to price on the spot. And don't forget to use the ISBN and the UPC codes. Those are easy ways to find out how much things are worth, whether that's new or used. And it's a great way to go through an estate sale to find out if you're going to have a bargain and get a ballpark before someone really offers you how much they're willing to sell all the items you want for. Estate sales are an awesome thing to check out and they're always fun if you're looking for particular items or if you're looking to flip. So hopefully these tips will help you out in finding the perfect way to get started on an estate sale and make the most of it because that's what it's all about making the most of every opportunity that comes your direction well that's all the time we have today listen thanks for listening to eight frugal minutes we appreciate you tuning into the episode today we hope you're having a great day and we encourage you to check out not only our website but other episodes as we share more tips tricks and ideas on how to save money how to make money and how to live your best life. Until we meet again, have a great day. Bye now.